0: Hello and welcome to Adam Analyzes. My name is Adam and I'll be your host. Alright, so for this week's episode, it was originally supposed to be Fear Street 1978. I wanted to do that because it was the second part of the story. I didn't get a chance to check that one out yet either. So that is not happening this week. I did make it out to my local theater, local AMC to be exact, to see a movie that I actually really really wanted to go see. I saw a trailer for it. I thought the trailer looked great and to be honest the movie was definitely not a letdown. I think it's time we announced the film starring Nicolas Cage. This is the 2021 Michael Sarnoski directed Pig. I originally heard about this film I don't know maybe a year ago or I forget when it was actually announced. I thought it sounded ridiculous. It's Nicolas Cage as a truffle hunter who is looking for his pig who has been pignapped. It sounded ridiculous. I thought that this was bound to be a comedy. A lot of people even said that it was Nicolas Cage's version of John Wick, that he was getting revenge to get his pig back. And I got to be honest, it was the furthest thing from that. Instead of getting an action-packed, revenge film we get a very thoughtful character piece style drama it's one of the things that makes the movie completely work for me it also makes this movie required viewing especially if you love indie films if you love dramas if you want to be reminded that Nicolas cage is probably one of the greatest actors around the actual plot of this film is just that he is a truffle hunter that lives alone in the woods His pig gets kidnapped. He simply wants his pig back because it's his best friend, more or less. It's like our dog or our cat or maybe to some people their snake. Whatever your pet at home might be. He wound up getting his pet stolen and he just wants his pet back. Let's think about it for a moment. Who is listening right now that has lost a pet? Be it the pet died, you had to put the pet to sleep, maybe it ran away, anything like that. It hits hard. It hits hard just as much as when we don't have those special people in our lives. I myself, I've lost quite a few pets over my lifetime to basically old age and they simply passed away. It hits hard. You go and you feel that lack of having your best friend there with you. So it's with that that you can really empathize with Nicolas Cage here. He goes and gives a wonderfully subdued performance. I think that's one of the things that makes this movie so great. Everything about it is simple. It's boiled down to the bare necessities of what you would need for a movie, a character piece, we do find out more about the different characters, such as Nicolas Cage's Rob character, who was a former chef. You also find out a little bit about Alex Wolff's character of, of Amir, who has his own demons. He's a up-and-coming wannabe restaurant owner in the Portland, Oregon area. As the movie goes on, you find out that he has his own problems in life. He's not nearly as big of a jackass as what he appears to be at the very start of the film. I honestly didn't like his character, but by the end of the movie, I understood why he was the way he was and why he's trying so hard in life. I think the relationship between Nicolas Cage's Rob and Alex Wolff's Amir, I think it was really well handled. I like the fact that they're not exactly friends yet they are friends it's through a business relationship since rob the former chef is getting these truffles for amir it's allowing amir to get a little bit of a notoriety within the apparently very cutthroat restaurant business in oregon that is actually one of the things i wanted to talk about i think the direction here was handled beautifully Because not only does it show the beauty of Portland with all of its various scenic sites, but it also shows the seedy, shady side of it. It's something that I never knew about the truffle business. I never knew that the truffle business was so cutthroat and that people will do a lot of things to obtain truffles. With the actual story of this, where Nick Cage's Rob is getting these wonderful truffles that nobody else can get, that pushed the story forward. Of course, that's the catalyst here. Having recently been to Oregon, Portland, I found it to be a beautiful city, but it also had seedy feel to it and I liked it. Um, I would probably want to go to Bend if I was to live anywhere in Oregon. I thought Bend was actually pretty amazing. Portland, I liked it. I didn't love it. But as far as capturing that, especially since this was shot on location, it really does look and feel like what it's supposed to be. Again, I can't say enough about how simple this movie actually is, yet it's very complex and as it goes on That complexity just keeps on spiraling. It allows us to really identify with everything going on. I'm trying to stay very loose as far as the plot here while discussing things that I like. And that's mostly because the movie's best experienced without knowing anything about it. Go ahead and watch the trailer. I think you'll come across saying, all right, well, that's not a comedy. It actually looks like a legit good movie, which it is. I'd go so far to say it's a great movie. It's a movie that I can't see another film really topping it. It's probably going to be my best film of the year. Seriously. Let's discuss for a bit that Nicolas Cage has become more or less a simple meme on the internet. He's an internet joke. Mostly because of the fact that he seems to be very different with what he does in films. Sometimes directors let him go off the rails. It either works or it's wonderfully entertaining. It's never actually bad, even when he's in a bad movie. Usually the movie will be bad, but his performance will always be something that's talked about, whether it is good or bad. That's one of the reasons of why he's probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite actor. I'll usually watch just about anything that he's in, mostly because I know that I'm always going to get something unique. It's almost always a guarantee that I'm going to be entertained one way or another. It's interesting that he's had a little bit of a comeback. It's a comeback that is a soft comeback, and I think that's probably appropriate. A lot of his films go direct-to-video. He has almost 10 movies released every year. He's actually the hardest working man in direct-to-video, as I said before. But as far as show business, he really is a hard worker. I think he takes every role seriously, no matter if it's a cheap, bad film, or if it's a movie that would be a big-budget blockbuster. He treats it the same, but he always wants that creative freedom to do what he wants. If he doesn't have that creative freedom, then that's what's going to stop him from ever coming back to hollywood i read an interview with him and he said that he prefers making small low budget films because he has more fun he's able to actually make a movie the way he wants he is probably making all these films to pay off the irs i don't know if they'll ever be profitable again as far as his own finances but that's not any of my concern And that shouldn't be of any of us as the viewer's concern. What we should be concerned with is, is the movie good? Now, he did have that little bit of a comeback with the film Mandy. Strangely enough, that movie struck a chord between the two. You have where you get the good dramatic performance from him, but then you also get that, what the internet likes to call, cage rage. The, he's going to, you know, go crazy on screen. But it worked for Mandy. It worked for Willy's Wonderland. And I'm going to say Mandy is the better film if you compare it to Willy's Wonderland. Willy's Wonderland was a cheap direct-to-video effort. However, it didn't hamper my enjoyment of the movie. It was fun. I'm not looking at this movie to be a great film because it wasn't. It was a movie I could sit down, shut my brain off, and I was entertained with it. Now, Pig. Pig is where I think people really need to start taking notice of him. Because this movie, he's so good in it, you actually forget you're watching Nicolas Cage. That's a feat that very few actors can do. I think Christian Bale is probably one of those that's like that, and that's because he's a method actor. I don't know if Nicolas Cage is a method actor like that, but as much as he got lost in the role, us as the viewer get lost into the film. We forget that we're actually even watching a movie. To me, it really felt realistic. I think that worked in its favor. Having just recently been to Portland, it made the movie all the more real to me because I know what Portland looks like, what it felt like to be there. I had I had so much of myself having been there, being there again through this movie. A lot of people think that Nicolas Cage just takes any role that comes along. I don't think that's the case. I think he always tries to do something that's different. Something that's going to challenge him. Something that may challenge us as the viewer. I myself was challenged through this movie because I ultimately knew how the movie was probably going to end. I think maybe some of you may know just by what I was saying earlier, but that doesn't change the fact that when it hits, it definitely hits. It's a movie that is very emotional throughout When we find those little things about his life and why he is the way he is, it hits all the more hard. Having been there many times with many different things, I think it's a very relatable film, and that's why I really recommend this 100% to anybody out there. Go see Pig. Me, personally, I can't wait till it's released either on digital or on physical media. I can't wait to see it again. So, hopefully if you go out there and see it, I hope it gives you the same type of enjoyment. Also, I hope it gives you that reminder of the reason of why we watch movies. Not just for fantasy, but to actually feel throughout the film. I think I'm going to close out tonight's episode. As a reminder, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Adam underscore analyzes. If you don't do the whole social media thing go ahead and shoot me an email at adamanalyzespodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I do take suggestions on films. I also would be c- glad to hear from you. If you need to catch up on past episodes, you can do so at adamanalyzes.com. Also, if you're enjoying this, why not tell a friend? Or if you have a free moment, I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave a five-star rating at the podcast listening platform of your choice. It'll allow me to reach new listeners as well as create new content. Plus, I simply love those digital hugs. But with that being said, be kind and good night.